Welcome back to the No Context Podcast. Welcome back to the No Context Podcast, where there are handsome men, good times, and absolutely no context. Hello, all you beautiful people. It's been a, a great week, and we are back with our second episode. Very excited to welcome our guests, one returning guest and one new guest. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? I'm Patrick. I'm Arden. And for the record, I'm Dave again. And I'm Asara. All right. So today we have two very special guests, Arden and Pat. Pat was here last week. You guys definitely remember him. He had some great stories and things to share about uh, his college experience thus far. <laughs> and uh, today, what are they going to be telling us about, Masara? They are going to be telling us about relationship advice. Relationship um, with advice. our bi week or uh, every other week series of relationship advice where you can submit it bi weekly where you can submit relationship advice in. Uh, these guys are our relationship gurus, so they have, <laughs> they have oh, oh, definite oh, gurus, yeah, definite, yeah. absolutely gurus. So, so, the way it worked was we actually sent out a Google form. If you follow us on Instagram at no context cast at no context USD, please follow us. Um, we had them fill out a Google form, people fill out a Google form, and they're going to answer the questions that people turned in about relationships. So before we get into that, though, I, I just want you guys to introduce yourself, because I know we talked a little bit about you, Pat, but just like where you're from, um, why you chose USD. Okay. I'm from Portland, Oregon. Um, why I chose USD? Or just why you're in college. <laughs> why, are you, why, are, why are you here? Why are you here? Um, why are you here? Well, I'm a business major, so I plan to get rich and travel a lot, so international business. Awesome. And I always knew I wanted to come to Southern California because I hate the weather in Portland. So, <laughs> but I do really miss the fall. That's yeah. the only thing. I yeah, think. it's beautiful up there. It is say. really beautiful, yeah. but it's more beautiful here, in oh. my opinion. Absolutely. Fair. It's unmatched in SoCal. And Pat, what about you? Where are you from? I'm from New York. I think I made that clear in the last podcast. Oh, yeah. I think I said it every time I introduced myself. Yeah. It's kind of wild. <laughs> so, yeah, if you didn't know, Pat's from New York. And um, he's actually an expert in a certain type of relationship. If you want to talk a little bit about that, Pat. My long-distance relationship. Long-distance relationship. My beautiful girlfriend. Um, yeah. Long distance sucks. <laughs> brutal as hell. And especially since she is across the country, it is very brutal. But we've been dating for a year and a half, and uh, I am very, very happy. And I would not change it for anything in the world. That's very beautiful. That's cute. That's cute. And what, what's she in New York? Uh, Connecticut. Yeah. 45 minutes away from where we live. And what's your girlfriend's name? Megan. And shout out to Megan because she Megan. made us the most epic logo. Um, Pat here is a, a wizard with the guitar and the, the music, but Megan really hooked it up with the, was, uh, yeah. with the logo. All right, so I think we're going to get into the relationship advice now if you guys are yeah. ready yes, for that. Relationship right. advice. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. here All right. we go. So we got some, we got some good questions for you Ms. Sara is yeah. going to ask. The relationship advice one's interesting because we have a wide, wide spectrum of relationship statuses. Absolutely. We have people who are Dave in relationships. Taken I'm taken by my beautiful girlfriend. Diego. She is in San Diego. Yeah. Um, Cross-country, long-distance. We have single. single. And I'm single as well. And single. Okay, so ready, ready to mingle. Yeah, Masara is ready to mingle. Editor John, put the Instagram on the screen right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, put, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, DM, everyone <laughs> DM and follow. Okay. So, um, our first one is from Mike. 
Um, what was his last name? Mike Hawk, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But I think Is he a seventh grader, too? Yes. <laughs> um, so, we have, what do you do when your partner is really interested in things you hate? I think we should start with Arden. So, Wait, when your partner's really interested... So, what do you do when your partner has a lot of interests that you're just absolutely not interested in? So, let's say you like someone, and you, you, you fall in love with them, but yeah. they're just interested in the worst things possible that you can possibly you don't imagine. Like, yeah. Well, okay, I do think, like, yeah, you kind of have to fake it a little bit because you don't want to offend that person. Like, like, you're really into Taylor Swift. I am. So I'm imagine, big Swift. Just like, I hate Taylor Swift. Did we just name Actually, wait. Did we just name drop her? She would listen to it for you, though, to show that she cares, right? What if, what if she's only listening to Taylor Swift? Yeah, but it makes See, that's the thing as well, yeah. is that you never it's know. It's okay. That's what I do with my girlfriend. Baby, I love you, but you know how I feel about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's okay. But know? it's okay to disagree, too. It's like, right. it's okay to have different interests, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I like a little bit of, like, not conflict, but just, like, sharing interests is yeah, good. Yeah, that's how you find conflict. Yeah, exactly. And, and a little, I think a little conflict keeps it interesting, too. Yeah. You can't agree on everything. But exactly. At the same time, though, is that, like, viable for, like, a long-term thing? Because, like, if you, like, let's say... If you're like not interested in the stuff they like and they're really strong about it yeah. like at some point there's gonna be like it builds up to the point where like you can't take it well at, I, some, at some point you get to you, an impasse where you can either you know both stay steadfast on what you guys both like and not compromise for the other person or you can make compromises and find new things that you can both share um and that's not only how you find new things that you like but that's how you grow as a person mm-hmm. so that that's the key to it. I think as long as they're not being like disrespectful or rude about your interests or like making you feel bad about it, then yeah. there's no reason mm-hmm. to like have that necessarily become like a major conflict in your relationship. That makes sense. I think what I would say is interests tend to reflect values a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it it's necessary to have a few common interests just because yeah. A lot of your interests reflect what you value as a person, and a relationship doesn't last if it, if you don't have the same values or similar values. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just interests themselves are kind of surface level, in my opinion. Yeah. And then once you get to really know a person, that's when you develop a more substantial relationship. And it's not just about what you're interested in. Yeah. It's more about what your goals are and what you want for the other person in the relationship. And then at that point, you toss those differences aside. Yes, exactly. You you sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Just like our friendship. Yeah. We or sacrifice for each other. you just mildly resent the person for years and years as you date them. But at that That's point... That's so depressing. depressing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Pat? <laughs> it's called marriage. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move, let's move on to the next one. Okay. So, um, I'm going to ask Pat this because um, I feel like you'll, you'll have a better opinion on this question. Yeah. What do I do if I can't tell if the girl I'm into is into me? Oof. There's a couple answers to that. Um, and this one's anonymous, by the way. No need. One, you just talk to her. I, uh, directness and unfound confidence and straight honesty are, you know, things that, you know, girls like to play the game sometimes, but if you come with that, then if they like you or they don't like you, they're never going to fault you for that. So, you know, you never got to be scared of just coming honestly. And it'll work more than it won't, to be honest. Um, 
and <laughs> you could always ask your friends to the old middle school way. You just ask a person <laughs> that knows the person. Does he like? Does he like me? Do they like me? That's the worst. Um, that is, that is the worst. The thing is, is that like their loyalty, <laughs> their loyalty to them is definitely higher than their loyalty to you. So true. that's true. Like yeah. it's no matter what. Like you can say, oh, like they can say, oh, I'm not gonna tell them. But like the reality is, like it's gonna get there. People love to gossip. Though. It's gonna. Oh, absolutely. As, as a girl, I feel like I should in. Yeah. Before I, you do, can I? Can I give? like something that I do just, mm-hmm. so when I don't know if a girl is into me what I do is when they post comment for a TBH I comment and I ask for a TBH and then depending on what rate they give me so if I get like a 9, 10 or a BMS broke my scale then I'm, I, they probably like me <laughs> but if I don't then I, then I just give up and that is yeah, how you exactly. met girlfriend and, and that's how I got my girlfriend I slid up on a TBH and said, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's how I well, I was a senior. I was actually a senior in high school. So. Yeah, I was 18 years old when that happened. Yeah, bro, you do a TV. Made it worked out for you though. I think it's working out. Okay, alright. I'm sorry. You can. I was just gonna say, I think you should be honest and like show interest, but don't be overconfident. Like I feel like if you're too pushy or too like trying to like 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 yeah, it's nice to show interest and like go up to them and talk to them and stuff. But if you're too like yeah, I'm for sure gonna bag her. Oh yeah, not, not like that. No, yeah, that's you, you have to be respectful. Yeah. I, just, I, I think I meant more like wear your heart on your sleeve. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah. Because that's that's what I have done my entire life, for better or for worse, and it has not worked out a bunch, and it has worked out sometimes, and um, I don't think that sometimes that it had worked out. If I didn't do it, I would have been in the same position. Absolutely. So, like, be confident in yourself, mm-hmm. but don't be confident. Yeah. And don't be cocky. Like, don't be cocky. Don't be cocky. Exactly. Don't be on that topic, though, do girls like when guys play, like, hard to get? Like, if they, like, don't respond to your text after, like, 12 hours or something. <laughs> they just, like, yeah. I feel just like you want to say no. It's a, no, it's, <laughs> you <laughs> you say no. it's a little bit fun to play the game. It's a little bit fun because then it's, like, you, you do this, like, cool dance. And it is, like, a little bit fun. And it's, like, a nice bonding moment with your friends. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, Absolutely. No, but to that but, point, you, yeah. that that's if you're trying to just to get a one night stand, if you're trying to hook up, that's, that's the way to do it. But if you're trying to start something, no, you don't play games. No, because when someone ignores you for an extended period of time or whatever, that's just annoying. Yeah, like, exactly. Then you just, like you're not like they're not interested. Because there's a line you have to ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. very it's hard. Much. You have to it's, it's a mental strain. It's I've, like you're always thinking about like, oh, yeah. when do I respond? Yeah. When do I do that? When do I do that? Exactly. Like, you know, like stuff. the two minute thing, like. Yes. Yeah. I just don't. I don't have Snapchat, so I don't have to deal with that. But no, you both, bro. Yeah, it, that's Go awesome, home. dude. That's why we're Go best home. friends. Yeah. But I think it's very fascinating how we have meeting rituals in a different way than. Does that make any else? sense? Yes. So you know how you watch a documentary, Nat Geo, or something mm-hmm. like that, and it you shows the peacock dancing hour. for the mate, like yeah. to get a mate, and he's dancing and he puts his feathers up. If you think about it, all the the games, the texting, and the like the right. flirting and all that, it's just a mating ritual. Yeah, we're no, just more I cerebral mean, about it's it. Just you know, more... I'd be dancing and putting my feathers up. Oh, absolutely. You know, if I if I could, yeah, yeah, it's to get your you name can, out there. Next time you go to a party, I want you to sit down and just watch some someone who's trying to you know. That's flirt. what I do all oh, the dude, time. That's, that's what I do. People watch, and you'll see it's it's a peak. It's 
literally the peacock it's dance. Peacocking. It's amazing, yeah. and, it, and it and I love it. Okay, we're gonna move on to the next question here. Sorry, we're spending a lot of time on that one. Okay. You guys, are, you guys are killing it. So, so here's it's kind of a general one, but any general tips to make a person interested in you? Interested in you? In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not me, but like in general. <laughs> <laughs> Why not you? Alright, I'm sorry. It's Britney, bitch. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, be attractive. <laughs> well, that one's that one's easy for me. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm already I'm already in on that. Oh yeah. Be attractive. Be, be attractive. <laughs> be a ten out of ten. Just, just be Harry Styles. No, that's it's not, that easy. That's not. Hey, it, Michael B. Jordan. He means having. I think he means have a magnetic, attractive oh, person. I know what he means. Yeah. No, that's actually true. I feel like when you know you connect with someone, like there's, you just know it. Like I feel like there's just like if you, you can talk and mm-hmm. stuff. If and you go up to a person like and have a conversation with them, you will be able to tell if there's something there or there's something yeah. isn't. And if you like the person and you and you talk to them and there isn't something there, you're gonna know it and you're gonna want to deny it. But you're gonna know it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. There's no mm-hmm. real tips. Someone's either gonna like someone or they're not gonna like mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. And but first impression is the key. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. I think first impressions can change. Like, because it depends on how like confident and sure of yourself you're feeling. Like, if you're if you're feeling like nervous or like you feel like you don't quite know where the other person stands or whatever, then it's really hard to like have a good first impression because you don't know like. Yeah. It's very you true. just don't feel like yourself. So it's how can true, you possibly but, make someone yeah. like you if you don't feel like mm-hmm. yourself? But once you warm up to them, then of course, there's going to be an attraction. And oh, big tip. Be yourself. Don't don't try to it. sounds it. cliche. Don't right, try to really be cocky it. when you're not. Don't try to be overly confident. Don't try to do anything that you wouldn't normally do. Because even if you do get interest by doing that stuff, you're not going to be able to keep it up. And then it's just fake. But isn't that also under the line of first impressions? Like, if you portray yourself as someone you're not, and that's their first impression of you, or that's what they think of you, and over time you slowly, like, change, or, like, kind of, it wears off. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's not good. Not a good thing. Yeah. I think you have yourself. to, yeah, just be really sure of who you are, because mm-hmm. then that person's going to respond well to that. Or they're not going to like you, and then you can move on. Yeah, yeah. when you move on, then you find another one that's yeah. not going to like you. It's, it's yeah. Easy. Absolutely. You, you make a lot of friends here. You just, move, you just, you just keep, keep moving on. Yeah. Keep don't like you. Just keep the cycle going. Keep finding people. It's so that. annoying. <laughs> yeah, you know. And you spend your sophomore and junior high school years just like... <laughs> Were you a little bit of Don't we have another question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't we move on to the last question? Last question. Last question. This is actually a situational one. But, okay, if you go on a date with someone, right, and then... You don't go on a date again. You don't go on a second date. But, like, they don't tell you that you broke up. Do you technically break up? Like, you go on a first date with someone. And then nothing else happens after that. That's a good is question. That, is that even dating, though? Yeah. You go on one date? But, so like, it, imp- you, it implies that you have a relationship. Going on a date implies, like, I'm with this person. Or, like, kind of. And then... I, I, just, I don't know if it, I don't know if it is a, an offici- official relationship yeah. after one date. All right, but, like, like... One of our boys goes on a date. Hypothetically. You know, yeah. hypothetically. This is, this is a hypothetical. Yeah. Not it's not about me. He, so he goes on that date. He's not dating that girl. Yeah. They're just getting, you know, lunch or whatever. And then they talk and see how they feel about each other. So if well, you're not doing anything else, you're not dating. I agree. If you go on one date, you're not technically dating. <laughs> you're done. Two situations. 
interested in you go on a date, that doesn't establish a relationship. But if you've, like, clearly established an interest mm -hmm. and you have, like, a sh like, you do have a strong connection with someone and then you go on a date, it's, like, I feel like that's a little bit different because you already have had more of a relationship. Totally, yeah. So I feel like it just... Yeah. I think I think relationships have to do with communication. Yeah. So when when the people have, when the two people have communicated that they're in a relationship, that's when they're dating. It's not necessarily the fact that they've gone on a date. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But also, when it's made, you know how they say flawed. official. It is. It is. Because if you go on a first date, then not, yeah, not do dating. anything else, then no, you're not, you're not dating. dating. No. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't. So the answer is you didn't technically break. Yeah. Well, you won't. Yeah, thing you is, can't break up. You can't break up if you're not dating in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And the first date isn't. Yeah. In my opinion, dating, okay. dating is more I agree. Yes, I okay. agree. Here's I agree. one just because I'm genuinely curious. Do nice guys tend to get friend zoned more often? Yes. Yes. I can Why? vouch for that. Why is that? Because yeah. girls feel safe with them. I think not safe, comfortable. Comfortable, safe, either one. They, they... Yeah, but that's a hard line because I feel like it's so easy to go from like a friend group where you do feel safe to just wanting to, to, to be with them yeah. because it is such a safety but it's different than if you like have that like first initial like yes and then you start dating you know what i mean well the thing is i think nice guys tend to get friend zoned depending on how they act around the girl so if they just are a yes man and do anything the girl says i don't think that that's necessarily a good relationship no. because you're not there to be a friend or to be... There's a power balance. You're, you're actually just there to do favors for the other person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So obviously nothing's going to occur there, but I think relationships that are built on just a friendship first, like I can testify to this, when you're friends first, it, mm -hmm. it makes it so much more special it really when it does. finally happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you think, what the, what the heck was I doing for the last mm -hmm. whatever time we were friends? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. then it, it works out and it's amazing, so yeah. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be dating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do get friends. Should I tell the story about how I started dating my girlfriend? Go ahead. Close <laughs> yours. So her and I were friends for about six months before we started dating because I happened to be dating her best friend. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the T. <tea. laughs> so, yeah. UST. Best friend, we're dating for a little bit, and then to your point, um, we broke up, started talking to Megan, and like you said, I was like, What have I been doing? Yes, yeah. what I feel now is not what I've ever felt before, and so yeah, being friends, it, it allows you to get to know the person without trying to put on this act of trying to be your best self all the time mm -hmm. trying to impress this girl it allows you to get to know them and then it allows them to get to know the real you as well so mm -hmm. I think being friends with someone before actually dating them is a good thing but also yes nice guys do get mm -hmm. friends on on the on the other spectrum of that I do get friends on very often and it's a very very good way <laughs> it's a good way to make friends it is a good way it's a very good doesn't work out you have a friend you have a friend you have a friend okay we have actually we're gonna have one last one and I'm not sure if this is a joke or not but we can't we have to take it seriously because we have no idea so just in order to not offend anyone it's not loading did you remember what it was well this isn't good We'll move on and we yeah, can, we can we'll find it. We'll come we'll back if, if we yeah. find it. 
So before we move on with our conversation, I just wanted to get into something really quick that I wanted to talk about. Um, it's about Camp Kesem. So I don't know if you guys know Isaac, my roommate. Yes. Well, I know you guys know Isaac, but I'm talking in a broad, general audience, holistically. <laughs> if you guys in years. the audience know my roommate Isaac, but he's trying to get a chapter of Camp Kesem started at USD. And what Camp Kesem is, it's a week-long summer camp for children whose parents have cancer. So a lot of times people talk about the trauma associated with cancer and surviving it for the patient themselves. But you have to think about everyone that it affects as well. You know, their, their siblings, their parents, and in this case, their children. And a lot of children don't get the support that they need when their parent is going through something as traumatic mm -hmm. as cancer. And so what Camp Kesem does is it takes these kids and um, provides like a safe and comfortable environment for them for a few weeks or I guess it's just a week, a few days, excuse me, and allows them to talk about how they're feeling, and it's just a really good cause. And so if you haven't already, go to any of our Instagram bios, or we'll put it in the con no context cast Instagram bio, but fill out the Google form, because we really want to get a chapter started for kids in San Diego. And um, I don't know if you guys have heard of that before, but... I know, I know um, our roommate and the editor of this podcast, John, um, worked at either i don't think he worked at that one but he worked at one like that mm -hmm. um for i think it was kids with cancer and kids of parents with cancer yes yeah. and um i know i've worked at a special needs sleepaway camp oh, that's awesome. so you know that, that something like that is very close to my heart so yeah please 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 fill it out do it support so it get something started talk here. to isaac if you have any questions yep. you want to get him on here in the next couple of weeks to talk about it a little mm -hmm. more because it's a little more it hits home for him yeah we uh we won't get into that but um yeah just go fill it out it's a very good cause um it's free and if you want volunteer hours and if you want to make a difference it's a, it's a great thing we'll do it sound that we're all behind and yep. we're all supporting we're it. all supporting it so it's, it's a great thing okay mm -hmm. so i'll be honest i was actually very very surprised and like I come to like like a dorm party and people are just playing on condoms. I'm like, these things were popular in like seventh grade. What like wow. Yeah, no, you walk into a dorm party and it's supposed to be popping and there's just three dudes standing in, yeah. in the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. If I ever walk into a dorm party and there's three dudes playing with kendamas in a circle, I think I'm gonna leave. Well, no. don't come to our dorm parties. Don't come to four four two, don't come to three three four. Stay out of speaking out of, of business of dorm parties though. Oh, man. Um, we actually had an interesting story with a surprise party. Oh, uh, I would last week. I wouldn't even go so far mm -hmm. as to call it a surprise party because it wasn't being thrown for anyone. It just happened. Hey, you want to? Elaborate? You want to? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll give you guys some context. Two different point of views. So, I don't even know what I was doing. I think I had work. Actually, work. I had work, and I get back from work and what time I, is it? Uh, Eleven, maybe ten thirty, ten forty-five, eleven. And I walk in, and immediately I just hit with this wall of sweat and, like, humidity. And, I, and, and there, the, the room is packed. Probably, what, 60 people in here? I'd go in, but it's going to be like I think there were probably 60 people just hanging out in here. COVID cesspool, obviously. Ew. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to go to sleep because I just worked six hours at the, with the soccer game. So I come in, and I notice that every single person in the dorm, I have no idea who they are. I've met like th maybe three people who are in the dorm, and then I find one of my roommates, and he and he's going, "Isn't this crazy? Everyone's here, guys! It's, it's, it's nuts!" And I was like, "Yeah, it's great." So I went in my room, put my put my stuff down, and you know, obviously, what, what time is it? Eleven thirty at that yeah. point. So I'm thinking, 
oh god, the RA is gonna come and we're gonna get a noise complaint and we're just gonna get written up for being too loud and having too many people. You get a different complaint. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. 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 But you know, I didn't want I didn't want to be part of that, so I, I left. I went I went up to my my other friend's dorm, and so the next morning, you know, we're in the aftermath of of the dorm party, and as I'm walking down to my room, I'm noticing this trail of destruction kind not just dist- i wouldn't say just dis- i wouldn't go so far i say destruction but so you know how we have our names on our, our doors and everything some of them are ripped off there's a, an exit sign has fallen i'm not sure what happened no it's not fallen it's gone yes and our and someone was was trolling the ra who is by the way the coolest ra of all time she's actually the best susan you are amazing but no she's actually the best and you don't mess with you know you don't mess with that so yeah you can't mess with susan but apparently it got, it, it was supposed to be just a small gathering, and someone put it on their Snapchat story, and then you know how that gets when yeah. someone puts the room number on the Snapchat, and then a bunch of people came, and apparently they were, there were like seniors here or something, which was really weird, because what, if you're, a, yeah, if you're a senior in college, what are you doing at a dorm a party, a, a dorm party on yeah. Saturday night, what are you do, or Friday night, whatever it was, it was, wow. it was crazy. Insane. The thing is, is that I didn't know. You didn't know about it. I thought like you guys were just throwing a party. Cause no, no, no. I, 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 like, none of us knew about it except for the one we met you through. I hear from. People. I live across the hall, mm-hmm. so I hear through my door. So basically through both doors, music and people. I'm like, oh, you know, it sounds like they're having a fun time. It's Friday night. I'm just playing Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun to me. Sorry, right, buddy. I was right there with you. It's okay. <laughs> I think I came over at one you point. Did come to over. You did go yeah. over. And then, yeah. I walked into your room. Yeah. I was walking down the hall. And well, you like, went to that. Didn't you? Yeah, because yeah. you did. Dave, Dave, Dave texts me. He's like, "Yo, what's oh. going on in my room?" I'm like, "You don't know what's going on in your room. I'm like, don't you, don't you live there? <laughs> Just because I live here doesn't mean I know what's going on." Like, Dude, I can't there's like, it gets very, very hot. Oh my god, in Arden, it was probably 90 degrees in here, if not more. It was very, very warm. I don't know because last night we had a smaller gathering. You know, it was very, very warm. I was yeah. a little, mm. little moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, some people don't like that word. No, I, was, I was moist. <laughs> yes, we were all very moist. <laughs> no, the dorm party situation has been very interesting so far. Some yeah. of them are really good. Well, I, I, I like, I like, yeah, and it's just, no, I mean, it, was fun. Yeah. it just has to be the right people. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. and and as long as there aren't too many people. Because on the one hand, I want to have a lot of people because, you know, the more the merrier. But also, we have to think, we do have to think about COVID. And we have to think about just respect for the dorm yeah. itself. Because when with 60 people coming to a dorm comes a lot of mess. Yeah. And a lot of just noise. We noise, yeah. check on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, you left right after because you got freaked out. I'm so but, about to freak out. Yeah, we, Friday. I heard, like, noise was too loud, I guess. And so someone knocked and we checked because we thought it was a friend and it was two RAs. Yes. And then everybody yeah. just like at once there was like a rush of just cleaning like as fast as they could. Yeah. And then I opened the door and I was like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry, are we too loud? And she's like, yeah, I just quieted down. It was fine. No, so far the RAs They're have been so very nice. nice. I thought, nice I thought it'd be like when I came to college, I thought they'd be like, they're just on our ass. Like, when I first no, met no. Susan, I thought she was going to be a little strict. I'm not going to lie. And then, no, on she's the first, on the first day, she was like, yeah. And, and they definitely the have their, she's like they, my college mom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the they definitely have their rules, and I'm respectful of their rules, yeah. but they're not mean about it, and they don't guilt trip you or anything, which is great. Of, like, this 
Like, well, they were they were freshmen. Yeah, they yeah. Freshmen. Yeah. they know we're out. And and more importantly than having dorm parties is they know we're all just trying to do our best to meet people yeah. and have a good Especially time. Especially after a year of like, no. I didn't go to school for a year and a half, so yeah. I didn't see anyone. Going just getting out there and meeting people is so key, yeah. and I think they they understand that a certain amount of gatherings have to happen for that to right. to occur. You two took gap year, didn't you? Both of you. I didn't. I'm just you didn't. I took a gap year as well. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So I I was. So probably good. I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I was supposed to come. I was set, I was set to go last fall, twenty twenty, and I think moving date was August twenty something, and probably two weeks, August sixth or eighth, they email us and say, "Hey, sorry, we, you can't come. We're, clo- we're closing down. Yep. Only a certain amount of people can move in, and um, those who can move in are going to be in singles and no gatherings allowed." Yep. And so my my parents and I were just what do we do now, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I decided to defer. I could have done online classes, mm-hmm. but I figured right. if I'm going to pay the amount of money I'm going to pay to, to yeah. come to university, yeah. there's yeah. no way I'm doing it online. That was, no, that was the same thing with me. I was exactly. doing college for my bedroom. I'm not doing college for my bedroom. And I did take some community college classes just to get some credits, mm-hmm. but God, it was awful. And I can't imagine how the sophomores, I don't even understand how they did it because they didn't get to move until this like spring 2021 yeah. and even then it was super limited they all said it was i mean they said it was cool but everything was closed you yeah. know yeah. Our, gatherings our essay spoke about it and she said it was just yeah she said it was really a really hard time yeah. and it's especially when you're already you're lonely you know right. you just moved out your family you you miss your family and then you can't even meet people right. so i i i think that was one of the best decisions i've ever made was to take a gap year yeah yeah, I definitely money. saved a lot of money yeah. by, by taking a gap year as well. It was funny. So I'm the only one here that's 18. Yeah, you yeah. are the only one. Are you 19, Arden? I just turned 19. Okay, yeah. yeah. I turned 19 in July, so. I turned 19 in August. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, funny little story. So, not our RA, but the other RA on this floor. Um, Jason, he was supposed to be my roommate. Really? Yeah. And now he's your RA. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's so sick. So, um, before we all came here, he texted me. And he was like, hey, bro, don't know if you remember me, but uh, it's Jason. Um, just wanted to tell you that I'm not your RA. But was, <laughs> I'm an RA on your floor. And I was like, that's cool. Bro. That's sick. <laughs> that's little, cool. little invisible I'm not going to look at you as an authority figure. And he was like, I don't think you were going to. I really didn't. And I was like, <laughs> no, so far, so far, RAs have been very cool. Yeah, no, they're awesome. All right, and uh, should we get to that last relationship advice? I think we should. I think yeah. we should get to the last question. We're gonna get to the last question. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Okay. So Masara is gonna pull. So it, here. it does say to say the name. So out of respect to them, I okay. will. Um, it's by Dylan Buck. <laughs> um, he has said, "I am sexually attracted to chickens, <laughs> but contemplating if you can make a cross-species relationship work now." Um, a very, a very hypothetical question, um, but the floor is yours. Someone spent too much in biology. I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't <laughs> think it's hypothetical at all. I mean, it might be very realistic. Do not go there. I'm oh, from, man. From, I've talked to Dylan a lot, and I would have never come to this conclusion on my own, but now that you say it, I see it. It must be a Manhattan thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it Dylan, must be a New York thing. Yeah, no, like, Dylan's got, got a feeling for chickens. Like, for me, it's pigeons. Because, you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe Dylan got some family up, upstate, maybe 
I mean, they don't have native chickens anywhere anymore, but you can get True. chickens wherever you are. They're actually really easy to raise. You just need some, some grass. I used to pray every night. You'd pray? What? You get them or just pray for them? For for the chickens. Like, oh, I'm praying for you, chickens. Oh. It's got to be the oddest prayer request I've ever heard. Yeah, we'll cut that. Okay, don't worry. Okay, wait. I just wanna, I just wanna look at this camera and say to Dylan, just heart to heart, it's okay, buddy. We're it's okay. We're here for you, man. We're here for whatever you, you want. And, and just for and some, it's only a misdemeanor in New York. All right. <laughs> you can look up a mat of where it's legal and where it's not, and you know you can do anything you want with a consenting chicken. <laughs> if you get caught. It's no. only a misdemeanor, man. You can still vote. That is awful. You can still vote. <laughs> you can still vote. No, you should not know. I absolutely agree. And just for some background, when we 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 had a section on the Google form that said name, and everyone else put a nickname except Dylan. He put Dylan Buck. Please I say my name. Say I want people to know. So next podcast, Dylan Buck comes to um, explain his story that his he story. left us. Yeah. Um, um, I guess he can decide what comes first, the chicken or the egg. So. Or. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end the podcast. It's <laughs> a great way to wrap it up here. Yeah, this bit. Yes. All right. So thank you guys for joining us again. That was great relationship advice. I'm glad we had a good conversation. Um, again, Camp Kesem, fill out the form. It's in my Instagram bio. It's in the context link tree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, please, in it's in a lot of people's bios, so just fill it out. Um, Make sure to also follow um, No Context USD on TikTok, uh, YouTube, follow Subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Spotify as well. Yes. Good plug. Yes. And thank you guys for listening and joining us. We'll see you guys next time.